Hi, I'm Kurt, and this is Gigging Stories. one of my favorite parts of gigging happened when we took breaks. The older musicians would stand around and tell funny stories about things that happened on gigs. Most of the world doesn't get to experience this rich and hilarious part of music making, so I created gigging stories. Each episode features a guest and me swapping stories from gigs. So enjoy, and if you have a story to tell, please send me a message. Okay, my guest this episode is Beth Ritchie Sullivan. She studied with Don Nguyen at UCLA. She used to be the director of the Town Singers in LA, and now she is the uh, director at Blue Valley Northwest High School, uh, the choir where she, um, she has a program that has a national reputation, and more important than that, she's, she really actually changes kids' lives, and I get to see it all the time because I play for her there. Oh, what else have you done? You recently spoke at Southwest ACDA, and um, I don't know what else. Beth is just a good friend of mine, and she's going to tell us a story. Oh. Thanks, Kurt. Well, all right. So here's my story. Uh, I taught at a school in Los Angeles for eight years, um, and <laughs> we were doing musical as most high schools do and we were doing beauty and the beast and the girl that played bell she went on to go to cal state fullerton and do the whole disney thing she was just phenomenal wonderful human and it was a great show so we get to opening night and of course we hadn't run a really big tech piece because it's high school theater and mm. you don't run tech things it seems until the last second okay so <laughs> The part where they climb up to the top of the castle, the very end where Gaston and the beast are battling, right? And Gaston just stabs the beast and the beast falls to the ground. And then how do you get, how do you technically get the beast to transform into a prince, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a scrim come down. And this, keep in mind, opening night, first night I'm seeing this. I've, I've been told by the theater director, all is gonna work out, <laughs> okay? So the scrim comes down the back. This is a huge scrim, the entire size of the stage, but on up, upstage, far, really far upstage. So the scrim comes down, the beast just fell down to the ground. And he comes up, he's slowly, the music is, you know, he's changing, the beast is transforming into the prince, and, and um, Belle is sitting over him, right? So he stands up and his arms start to come up and he's reaching and his other arm comes up and he's reaching. And it, now keep in mind, the scrim is backlit. So mm -hmm. all of this is becoming larger than life 
size. So he's transforming larger than life. And I'm conducting the pit, like one eye on the score, one eye like, hey, right. this is pretty cool, right? right? And this is gonna work out. Way to go, theater director. Okay, until <laughs> Bell looks up. And where is the placement of Bell's head on <laughs> the beast, right? As he is the entire size of the backstage, it appears that Bell's face <laughs> is right there, Kurt, okay? And then I'm like, oh no, no, move, move, <laughs> Allie, Allie, move. I'm thinking, move, move your head, right? And I'm conducting along like, oh God, wait, and when is this music end? It just keeps going, it just keeps going. And then <laughs> my pianist, catches an eye and oh, she, no. <laughs> she starts losing it then the audience okay we start hearing <laughs> and then all across everybody's dying and he is still like flailing his uh -huh. arms and then he so he comes back down right and then out comes the prince well when the scrim comes up the audience rubs into applause <laughs> because of what has just been what we saw oh, and he comes out and he thinks like wow that was the best tech scene ever you know that was so oh. cool the scrim worked and i'm like so red i'm laughing so hard i can't even contain I, myself <laughs> the and the audience is just dying laughing I, I, and to this day i'm not sure the kids know what happened mm, like I, I didn't tell them the uh the first i wasn't planning on telling this but you just wanted the first high school musical I conducted was a production of Bye Bye Birdie. I was like 19 and I had gone back to my own high school. I was an undergrad. And it's funny because the lead of that musical is now the music director of um, Beetlejuice on Broadway. So he's cool. gone on to think, but that production was not quite that level. And it, at the end of that musical, they have to sneak Conrad Birdie out of town and right. he dresses in a, like a black dress and a funeral veil. Yes. It's a very fast change. The kid <laughs> had to put on the dress. He got the material sort of twisted and bunched up around his elbow <laughs> so tightly that when he came out on stage, the dress was pulled in such a way that it sort of went straight down from his neck um, to about his um, to about uh, the side of his lower ribs, and there was just his big nipple sticking out, and his arm was bent and up in the air, and the material was twisted around his arm so many times that he couldn't move his arm. It was just sticking in midair, sort of Egyptian style with a wrist, and he kept subtly while he was trying to stay say his lines, um, poke his hand out and kind of get the material unbunched, but it wouldn't work. And so he would do it more and more violently until his hat would fall off. And then he would have to bend down to the ground to get his hat while his arm was still stuck. And you know what eventually happens in that scene is exactly the same thing happens. The audience started laughing, then the cast started laughing, <laughs> and eventually the rest of the cast realized that it was out of control because the audience was laughing so much and they just pushed him off the stage and improvised yeah. the rest of it because, yes, he was just standing there with a big nipple out in the middle of That's the fantastic. Yes. High school productions. Yeah. There's so many things with high school productions. <laughs> just like, oh, jeez.
Please. Thank God these things are not allowed to be recorded, right? It's copyright violation. <laughs> there is no proof. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> Were you going to on the come? on the same light of musicals? Do you want yeah. another musical story? Okay, or so you can do whatever you want. At Blue Valley Northwest here in Overland Park, we were doing Hunchback of Notre Dame. It was a beautiful production. But um, our wiring to the pit is not super awesome, like the electrical wiring to the pit that's actually under the stage. We actually had a legit, we have, we have a real pit. And we are in, of course, the dance number, right? Which in, in musical is usually your most complicated because mm. no one's singing. And so the music is more complicated, right? So we are in this big scene and we have all these running lines uh, and these running motives in the, in the woodwinds and, and trading off lines. Uh, and all of a sudden, the pit goes dark. And I turned to our accompanist and I, I was like, what happened? He's like, I don't have power. Cause he's on, a, he's on an electric keyboard. I'm like, because <laughs> we're still going so in the meantime like the kids who don't don't have you know music that scene we're getting out their cell phones and making stand lights oh because all the stand lights go oh right, so right. Do we you know not have the keys we have no stand lights and it's dark and so the kids are getting out their cell phones like trading off all of a sudden they have a part so they throw their cell phone to their buddy and throw the light over the stand and i'm like just keep playing they're still <laughs> dancing just keep playing and so the keyboardist runs out and flips the breaker oh it didn't trip the breaker and so comes back in and I'm like, measure 246, yeah. you know, like you're yelling bar numbers. There's no way to communicate the terror of those <laughs> moments terrible. to people who haven't experienced it. And then the, the guy, people on stage, like they're like, mm, something's not exactly right, but I'm still going, right? Show must go on right. and they keep dancing and I still keep keeping time and I'm yelling measure numbers. And he gets back from tripping the breaker by the end of the song. Mm. Thank goodness. And the cast actually didn't know. I was so proud of those wind players because they just kept, kept it, it going. going. They were doing lights with their phones. They were doing anything they could. <laughs> the trap set player was just, he just That's kept right. it going, man. That's right. So yeah, those are good. Good times. tell you um some of my community chorus stories because oh, that's do. a different animal altogether than if we still have time i have another yeah one. yeah no do, do do it do it we'll let you do it. so when i lived in lincoln i was conducting a group called the lincoln lutheran choir and this this was a community choir that was about 30 years old. It was well in a well-established group, not, not particularly huge, and maybe about 40 or 50 singers in it, something like that. 
And what was really interesting about this group is, you know, in America, there are these various branches of Lutheranism. There's the ELCA, which is the more uh, left-leaning wing of the church. And then there's the pretty conservative kind of German right wing of the church called the Missouri Synod. And what was really interesting about this group is that even though in general, those two groups are not allowed to do things together like worship services. Nope. <laughs> no God for either. <laughs> but they were allowed to sing together and they did. And the group was composed of these two things. Now, there is still a smaller group within Lutheranism called the Wisconsin Synod. And it's somewhere to the right of Mussolini or something like that. <laughs> they're, like, they're the people that the Missouri Synod people, you know, and, and Missouri Synod within my lifetime, because I grew up in that, um, they've only recently, you know, within my lifetime, allowed women to start like speaking in church and stuff like yeah. that. And the Missouri Synod people all say, oh, those Wisconsin people, they're too conservative <laughs> and all of that. So that's coming back in, in a minute. So I, I start conducting this group, and you have to go to board meetings when you have a community choir, a community <laughs> ensemble like that. And one time at the board, like, what's the next item on the agenda? Well, we need to talk to you about something. And um, the ladies that were on the board said, uh, we have an issue that we need you to address. And I said, okay. And they said, um, so-and-so, one of the tenors, um, is passing gas loudly and often throughout the rehearsal. And uh, we need you to fix this problem. That's worse than the perfume police. <laughs> and it's you. like, you know, nowhere in my formal training as a musician <laughs> did anybody tell me. And, you know, then I'm like, what is this? what is this supposed, what am I supposed to do, you know, like, and they're like, well, I don't know, you can maybe suggest to him that he takes some vino before rehearsal, or that he control the diet, or whatever. and I'm like, I, I, I'm supposed to just go up to some old man and say, you're Excuse farting me. too much during rehearsal, and you gotta stop it, because the board has had a meeting about this to confront your problems, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Why I'm giving you this prep story was we finished that board meeting and one of the people on the board was um, was a pastor named Norm, a retired Lutheran pastor. And he came up to me after and he said, um, would you like me to handle this problem for you? And I, he, I said, yes, please. Yes, please. I was so, so grateful. I was so, so grateful that he, he handled it. And he did. And I didn't have to, I didn't ever have to talk to the man. He just handled it. Do you know what was said? No, like, I didn't. Oh. I did not follow up. But I bring that up because I wanted to tell you this part of the story. The weird part about this choir was... Again, it was a mix of ELCA people in Missouri Senate, except for the president of the choir was from the Wisconsin Senate. And he dun, dun, dun. always wanted us to do a concert at a Wisconsin Senate church. And so he said, um, I would like, because we did one concert in town and one concert somewhere else in the state. And we did two con two concerts a year, basically, and we did one one in town and one somewhere else in the state. And he said, "Well, I found there's a there's a, a 
a church and a school about an hour to the west of here where we can do it. So they put me in contact with the guy and I said, hey, we'd really like to do a concert, especially with your high school students. That would be really great because, you know, you figure get the kids and their parents come and all of that. And he said, all right, well, we'll have to have a meeting and discuss it, but I'll get back with you. And they called me back about a week later and said, we can do the concert with you, but we can't um, do any religious music on the concert. <laughs> I know, right? And I was like, well, we're the Lincoln Lutheran Choir doing historic Lutheran music. It's kind of our thing. <laughs> so we're going to have to decline doing this concert because that's what we do, historic Lutheran music. <laughs> so, so the guy that was the president said, okay, if we can't do that, can we at least do our retreat at a Wisconsin Center Church? And what they did was at the beginning of each term, the first rehearsal we did at a different church than our normal rehearsal space, just to make awareness of the group in the community that would build audience. Yeah. So we would go to a different church on a Saturday and have a rehearsal, eat lunch together, have some more rehearsals, and and leave. So they found this church in town, and I went over and to check it out the space make sure there's a place where we can eat make sure there's a good place where we can rehearse that there's a decent piano to work on and all of that and so i was getting the tour of the whole place by the pastor and then he wanted to come and sit down and talk with me at the end of it and i said um i know you have these things called your principles of fellowship (laughs) <laughs> which are, ironically, all the things that the Wisconsin Senate people won't do with other people. They're called the principles of fellowship. And I said, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that you're letting us use your space to rehearse, and I don't want to do anything that's going to offend any of you guys. So, you know, is there anything I need to watch out for? And he said, um, well, what we really want to avoid is any sort of worship situation. And I said, that's not a problem. We're just having a choir rehearsal. So it's not going to, you know, we're not going to be doing a worship service or anything like that. The only thing is that sometimes on the first rehearsal of the term, um, Norm, that pastor I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. might say a prayer at the beginning of of the first rehearsal of the term. He looked at me and he said, well, when you're talking about prayer, you're really getting into a worship situation. So I'd really appreciate it if you did not pray in my church at all. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, that's fine. Um, we're just having a choir rehearsal and we can do that without praying. I do have to tell you one thing though. Um, this term we're doing a performance of Bach's Jesu Meine Freude and I tell the choir not to but sometimes they go behind my back and when we're singing about God they think about God and (laughs) I try to keep them from doing it but sometimes right there in the middle of the choir rehearsal they sneak behind my back and start singing to God, and I just have no control you over. Said the, this. Oh yeah, I did. I said it to him. 
<laughs> you know me well enough, Beth. You yeah, know yeah. that I said that. <laughs> I said I try to make them stop, but you know, darn it. Sometimes when they sing about God, they start thinking about God, and I just have no. They sneak behind my back and they start worshiping right there in the middle of the rehearsal. And uh, what did he say? He stopped for a minute, and he said, "Um." We'll just let the Holy Spirit handle that. I said, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Bravo, Kurt. That was awesome. Jeez. Really appreciate it if you wouldn't pray in my church. That's hilarious. I know. That is hilarious. <laughs> What's yours? What's your community chorus story? Well, it's not nearly spiritual. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> town singers. So, I had actually auditioned for the job, and then I didn't get it. I was like the second runner. I was the first runner up. I was the next in line for the gig. Fine. No problem. And then one concert season later, I was actually getting off an airplane. My phone rang. Picked it up. It was the president of town singers. He's like, would you like to be the conductor of town singers? And I was like, well, yeah, like I would love to, um, you know, when should I come in for an audition? He's like, no, you, you already auditioned. I guess that one season with that other director didn't go so well. So they just moved on, <laughs> which nice. I'm very grateful for. Nice. Um, anyway, so, but so it was before the holiday concert and all the music had already been selected by the board. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> number one you you're about to music. conduct some really bad literature okay that's so, correct okay so town singers there's like okay the imagine the most the best 100 sold human beings you could ever find like the best people the kindest people the the oh they're just wonderful okay but they have some kind of very um 1950s sense of entertainment. Uh-huh. Okay? So there's a lot of costumes and tap dancing and MCs that are, you know, in the cheesy bow tie. And right. Okay, so you got it? You got the picture? But, yeah. like, again, the best human beings alive you could ever imagine. Okay, so <laughs> we're singing Malakalikimaka. Okay, is this? <laughs> and during the dress rehearsals, I know there's going to be dancers, and keep in mind, this is usually, I'd say the mean age of town singers are probably 60. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, this is right by JPL, so NASA. So these are like brilliant men, mm -hmm. literal rocket scientists. Okay. And then um, this one man, Bruce, he was a psychiatrist and uh, like USC, crazy, like crazy practice, brilliant guy. They told me he's going to be dancing in Melakalikimaka. Like, but you don't sure. see it beforehand? It's my, first, it's my first gig, you know? Like, I'm excited to have this gig. I'm like, sure, Bruce is dancing. Great. Dress rehearsal, come out. Bruce is in like a grass skirt and this t-shirt, and it's funny. Like, it's, it's, it's cheesy, but it's funny. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And we have a like, very small pit, like piano, drums, guitar, very simple. And so... <laughs> The actual concert, though, <laughs> the music starts on Melakalikimaka, and here comes Bruce. Except this time, Bruce is not wearing a shirt, and he is in coconuts nice. and a grass <laughs> skirt. And I sit in there conducting in this live performance, going, "Oh my god, 
<laughs> oh, oh my god what did i just sign up for this is crazy <laughs> so is. out came bruce in his grass skirt and coconuts and god love that man he's so funny did the and did it break the choir up no i think <laughs> they knew they didn't I tell was surprised you <laughs> at this amount of production value but i do not think this was a rare occurrence for them i see so, they, they did not. They were not surprised. Yeah, that's amazing. I was shocked. <laughs> we had some further conversations about, hey, I'd like to help select literature for one and two. Mm. Like, can we have a cue to cue with maybe some uh, exact costume choices before the performance? Can, can you run those by me? Because my name's on the program here, people. <laughs> you know? I know. You know me after. I was pretty rebellious when I was young about not... Um, telling conductor stuff and I used to wear hot pink socks with my tuxedo yeah, and when I would sit down at the at the keyboard for concerts there would be this murmur that went through the audience <laughs> conductor was never sure why any high school students of mine listening right now no <laughs> <laughs> do not repeat <laughs>